I think uh, ice cream would be a good thing to do. My favorite kind of ice cream is mint chocolate chip. What's your favorite? I think it depends on where I go. If I go to like Sweet Frog, uh-huh. I like the cake batter. Is but I can't just get cake batter. Like if I go to the places where you do it yourself, yeah, like frozen yogurt, I can't do just one flavor. Isn't isn't Sweet Frog uh, frozen yogurt? Yeah. So it, what's the difference between frozen yogurt and ice cream? They're both dairy, right? Isn't yogurt supposed to have like that that bacteria in it that makes it kind of good for you? That like I eats mean, bad I bacteria it's or something. Better for you, I think it's like healthier for you than like ice cream. But when you go to places where there's frozen yogurt, I feel like it's not healthier because then I just put mad toppings on my mad ice cream. Mad toppings, yes. right? Like the cookies Oreos and the gummy bears, and sprinkles yeah. and whipped cream. Yeah, it just comes out worse. I think they got smart by. Um, uh, charging you by how much it weighs. I think whoever thought of that was ingenious because you're like, oh, one size, two size, and oh, what's a scoop? How how do you regulate a scoop? Like you yeah, get people ratchet people coming in there talking about, ah, rah, rah, that's not a scoop, that's not a scoop, white boy. Um, you know what I mean? But also, I think when you go in there, your brain craves more than what you can actually eat. Yeah. So yeah, then yeah, you yeah. just put a lot in there and then you don't finish it. Yeah. So well, regardless, they're making their money. Because if I go in there and if I make a cup that would like is satisfying to my eyes, that shit's going to cost like $9. Oh, yeah. Like almost every time. Whereas if you would have one regulated like, oh, $4 for a cone, like you can't spend more than $4 and someone might hook you up, whereas someone might not yeah. hook you up. Well, see, my mom's smart. She has a little stamp card. Yeah. So when she takes me and my nieces and my nephews and then she buys everybody's, mm-hmm. she gets to that 10 pretty quick and then you get a free one after that. Yeah. So places like that are beneficial. Yeah. That's not the deal at Dairy Queen. So what's your favorite? Favorite flavor? Favorite place? ice cream place, yeah. Well, do you remember Puddle Duck? No. And Matthews? No. Okay, so it was kind of like... um. I forget, you're like a Matthews girl. You're more of a Matthews girl than you are a Charlotte girl. No, yeah. It's kind of like, um, isn't that place called Cold Stone Creamery? Yeah, Where they yeah, like yeah. make it in front of you? Yeah, yeah. It was like that. And my parents would take me there like every Sunday when I was little. They like just closed it. Oh. So I guess I have to move on to something else. So A little puddle duck got shut yeah, down. it did. I think it would have to be probably a tie between Dairy Queen and Sweet Frog. Okay. Because it's just different. So what if... What if you couldn't go out for ice cream? Let's say you're locked in the house and you you have someone at the grocery store and you have to get a flavor like what like one of the regular flavors, not like a not like a exclusive from a sweet frog or whatever. You know what I mean? Like like just a basic flavor. A ba- yeah, basic a basic ice cream flavor. Like what's your favorite? Don't say chocolate. <laughs> I do like chocolate more than I vanilla. Do like well. Chocolate. I think it depends on where I go. Okay. Well, chocolate more than vanilla is a legitimate question. But I mean, I like cookies and cream. But is that that your favorite? What's your favorite? Like, what if you could only choose one? What would it be? That's a hard question. But what would it be? I I think I would say cookies and cream. Just because you get a little bit of both. Yeah. You get some chocolate. Some chocolate. But you also get, I guess, the vanilla. Some white, yeah. And then some cookies in there. No, nothing. Yes, and then you get cookies in there, yeah. So it's like you get the ice cream with the vanilla and the chocolate, but then you get a topping in there too. When I was a kid, strawberry ice cream was my favorite, but as I matured, um, I like, I mean, if I'm in the same situation as you, like I have to pick one flavor and someone's getting it for me, like I would almost say butter pecan. 
Yes, I actually retract what I say. I love butter pecan. Butter pecan is one yes. of my favorite. And that I shit love just, butter pecan. It's so clutch sometimes because you got a little. You got that creamy, yellow, goodness with a little <laughs> crunch. Some natural, you know, tree grown nuts on it. It's just. But I think butter pecan without the pecans would still be good. That flavor yeah. of the actual yeah. ice cream yeah. is so good. It's like a buttercream deliciousness. Mm. But I'm also, <laughs> I'm a big fan of, uh, uh, mint chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. Mint chocolate chip is also a great one. Like it, I like mint chocolate chip, but I feel like I have to be in the mood for mint ice cream. Okay, fair enough. Do you like Neapolitan? Have you ever liked Neapolitan? Fuck yeah, I like Neapolitan. <laughs> but I don't like it when I get more chocolate than anything else, because I'm one of those people that if I'm not, like, in the mood for ice cream, but I'm served ice cream and I'm eating it just to, like, appease someone... Uh, I like to mix it up, I like to make a soup out of it, but I don't like it when it turns brown. So I'll eat all the chocolate oh out of it and then mix it up and make it turn pink. I bet you do. I, I like Neapolitan, but I feel like sometimes the strawberry throws me off a little bit. Why would it throw with you the, off? Just, I think maybe with the chocolate, like if it was just strawberry and vanilla, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be better than strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate. But then it wouldn't Even be. though I worked at Edible Arrangements and strawberries were always dipped in chocolate. Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about... I, I just... Uh, I don't know. With ice cream, I think it throws me off a little bit. Yeah, and you're right. You do kind of have to be in the mood for ice cream. It's not always like ice cream time. Like when it's cold out, I don't feel like eating ice cream. I'm always in the mood for ice cream. Oh, you're one I of those. love ice cream. Yeah. I like, uh, I like hot fudge sundaes. And I like banana splits. I was just about to ask you that. Banana splits are my... Jam. That's the only time I really like nuts in my ice cream. Like when I was a kid, I never got the little package of peanuts with the McDonald's fudge or as hot fudge sundae. Inappropriate as this is gonna sound, I really like the wet nuts that you can put because it's so sweet. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's not. You never have been to like a place where there's like the wet nuts is like they have that at Sweet Frog. <laughs> Oh wet my god, nuts? this is the worst person to talk to you about. No, no, I just... No, they're, they're really good. Are they peanuts? Are they crushed? Are they like... They're like wet walnuts, but they're like... It's not like syrup, but it's like a syrup. It's like really sweet. So oh, it's not okay. just like putting like yeah, dry yeah, yeah. nuts on your ice cream. Almost like a hazelnut crunch, but with a little moistness to it. Sure. But is it the same... Is it like... Can you tell it's like a walnut? No. Yeah. Or is it crunched up? No, I mean, they're like small pieces, but okay. it's not like grinded up. Okay. Okay. But those are really good. I gotta try the wet nuts. You do. They have them at Sweet Frog. I don't know where else they have them. I know my mom used to get, I don't remember where it was. She would get like a sundae. Yeah. And they'd put it in like a tall glass. And that would be like one of the layers. So they have, let's say, 4,500 different flavors of ice cream, right? Let's, not an infinite number, but a lot of numbers. They also have a lot of different flavors of those uh, vapes. That you've recently become uh, fond of, yeah. and <clears throat> I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of it. But I am curious. I see people riding down the road, and all of a sudden it looks like their damn car's on fire, <laughs> and they've got like it, like a serious fucking exhaust problem. And then fucking two seconds later, <laughs> coming you see out their the face. window, <laughs> you see their face, and they just got this little fucking cell phone that they're fucking blowing smoke out of and shit. Like, um. What, explain to me the whole apparatus, like, what got you into the vape scene? Um, honestly, Cam. Yeah? Yeah, he, once he came back home, 
he just was, I don't want to say addicted, but he was like, just, he always had it on him. Well, you guys were big into the hookah scene. Yeah, we were, um, which I still go. I definitely don't go as often, partially now because of my vape. Yeah. Partially now because I have one at home, so I don't have to like go out, um, to get a hookah, but with the vape thing, I think Cam started carrying his around more Mm because he went you know, to marine training. It's not like you can pack up your hookah and take it there. Yeah. But he could have his vape there. And then once he came home, and he always had it, and then Asia had one, which is his yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. I was just always around one of them. Yeah. I know. I mean, I, I have friends, and my nephews have them, but I guess once you're around them all the time, yeah. they just smell so good. They do smell good. But I never wanted one because every time I hit it, I would always, like, start coughing my lungs out. Because there's a way to hit it. Because when I hit yours the other day, it, like, choked the shit out of me. And I'm a smoker. Yeah. Um, I don't mean I don't smoke hookah and I don't smoke uh, vapes or anything like that. But, <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm known to blow down. So, uh, I guess, like, was, was there a big difference when you got it? Like, did you have to learn how to do it? Because I see you blowing them freaking cloud contest worthy <laughs> freaking clouds out there. Um, Cam taught me... When I hit the vape, to like pull faster. It's mm-hmm. not like hitting a hookah. I mean, not that you hit a hookah slow. Yeah. But you just have to pull quick. But you do inhale. It's not like a cigar. You're not just pulling it into your mouth and then blowing it out, right? I think people. I think different people do different things. Okay. Okay. I mean, there is sometimes where I like, and like blow it out, and there's sometimes that I inhale and then I'll just blow it right back out again. When I was a kid and I first started smoking, you know, behind the the school bus or behind the tree you know what I mean hiding from people I remember the thing was like if you weren't cool you know you didn't know how to inhale like if you didn't inhale like you'd be like dude pass that because you're just you're just wasting it you're not inhaling Mm -hmm. so I remember when I first kind of learned or came onto the smoking scene we'd be smoking cigarettes like you know before school or whatever and I remember making fun of kids or being made fun of because I wasn't inhaling so I always made sure shortly short into the game uh, I made sure that I, I would hit it and I would pull all the way straight through into my lungs. Mm-hmm. But then as I became maybe a year into it, and as I became curious about like French inhaling and blowing rings, um, what I do is I, I pull smoke into my mouth and then just kind of, uh, swallow it afterwards, whether I choose to inhale it or whether I choose to play tricks with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so now just out of the last, what, 15 years I've been smoking, um, I always pull into my mouth and then swallow it. So it's hard for me to pull straight into my lungs. And I felt like when I was pulling on your vape, I felt like that's probably what I needed to do, like straight into the lungs to kind of enjoy it. Because it's really, it's flavorful. I, mm-hmm. I smell it. Like it mm-hmm. smells like fucking birthday cakes or Skittles <laughs> or Jolly Rancher yeah. sometimes. Um, so I, I understand the... Uh, the uh, <clears throat> the hype behind it. I understand the why you guys think it's so cool. I mean I'm I'm a little too old, I guess I'm I'm past that generation. But I've also heard I've heard have you heard people getting sick from it? I personally haven't. Okay. Um I was never like too interested in it. I guess I just didn't really care about them. Cause you how long have you had that? What, a month, two months? I got it on Super Bowl Sunday. Okay, so not even two months. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Um I didn't, I mean, I've never really heard of anybody, like, getting sick off of it or anything, but I also never really cared to, like, be interested about it. 
really do my research. I honestly didn't. <laughs> um, I haven't heard a lot about it, but it, it when they first started becoming popular, I asked someone else, like, you know, what is this vapor like? If it's if how are you burning anything? And basically, they're taking up oil and running it across to <clears throat> an electronic battery charged um, coil that heats up somehow, and then it vaporizes this oil and turns it into the smoke. Um, but without combustion, like I always light leaves on fire, you know. Um, but it's it's different inside of like a contraption that's like closed off. I don't know. There's something about it that I don't trust. And that, and it's nicotine. I don't, I have enough bad habits, you know, I don't need yeah. any more bad habits. Well, you can do it with 0% nicotine. That's, I heard that. Which I think that so I would rather, you? um, because, well, I do want to. Yeah. Because I'm not really doing it for the nicotine. Yeah. I honestly just like how it tastes. Because I feel like you in the hookah scene, as much as I saw you on Snapchat and as much as I saw you when I did come to visit you once or twice at the hookah bar, like, you were really just kind of like the central person, like, people were gravitating around you. I felt like I wasn't the only one that came there just to see you, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you're kind of, like, the the, the life of the party, kind of. Like, you're... I know you're popular in the in the hookah bars. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, I guess my, my point is, you were there for, like, the social aspect of it. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was, like, a place where kind of the cool kids could come and hang out and, you know, stay away from drugs and... You know, just kind of hang out, listen to music, and smoke tobacco. Yeah. Um, I think that people go for different reasons. I know when I first started, I was going for the social part of it. I mean, I started going when I was 18, so like four years ago. And it was just somewhere that me and my friends could go that wasn't going to get ice cream. Yeah. Or not just going to sit at one of their houses. Yeah. Or... Go to the movies. It, it was, was something, something new at one point. Yeah, and at the time, I don't think any of our parents knew that we were going. They probably wouldn't have been too fond of that. Yeah. But, so it was kind of like something that we could do without our parents knowing. Now, when you come home, <clears throat> do you smell like smoke or do you smell like cherries or raspberries or whatever? I don't feel like yeah. I smell like anything. Okay. Like, when you walk into a hookah bar, you can definitely mm -hmm. tell that it's a hookah bar. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, there's... Hookah's going all day. Yeah, 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 And then you get there and there's different people smoking different things. But I don't really feel like I smell like anything. Or at times that I've met up with somebody who had maybe been in a hookah bar and, like, met me for dinner or something. Or well, I meant, like, if, if you were trying to hide it from said parents. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's say you're 17, 18, <clears throat> still living at home or whatever. We're all a little bit older than that now. But um, if you were and you started going to the hookah scene, you mm -hmm. know... Would it, would that be something you'd have to bring some like deodorant for, or something to spray, like some Axe spray or something to hide from your parents? I guess. I feel like no. Okay. And I say that just because I've never <clears throat> smelt it on other people that I've seen, like when I haven't been in a hookah bar but mm -hmm. met up with them. Mm -hmm. But also, they never really questioned. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I didn't tell them for a while that I was going. Well, that's one of the cool things about vapor is um, it doesn't leave as much as a physical trace. Uh, once it's put into the air, it dissolves a lot better. It's not, um, it's not as dirty. I guess it's, it's a cleaner smoke is what I'm trying to say. Uh, even though it looks thick and it, it, I don't know, it hovers pretty well. Yeah. Like, one of my favorite things to do is when I used to smoke in the morning and, like, the light would be shining through the blinds and you get the, the smoke coming through mm -hmm. and it kind of looks all trippy yeah. and 
That shit's cool to me. Yeah, it's cool at night when I hit my vape because I just have my TV on. And it gets to a point where it, like, just stops in the middle of my room and it's just a line. It's not, like, the sun moving it. It's not, like, my fan is on and, like, moving it around. It's just, you just see a thin line right in the middle of my room. Yeah. Just from the smoke, which is pretty cool. But I do, like, hit it in the morning. And you can, you know, see it, like, lingering and swirling around. That, I get, I think because of that phenomenon, the way it, it just, the smoke, the way it looks, and it's just, it's, it's so hypnotic, uh, just watching the smoke unfold, and <clears throat> I think that's one of my most, uh, that's one of the reasons I've smoked for so long, is it's not really, I don't know, it's, it's not just the, the feeling you get, or it's, it's more of the ritual, and the, the habit that it's become, and, and appreciating the small things, the smells, you know, um, talking about it, making sure you've got the the prettiest kind or the, the best apparatus. Like, I just cleaned the elephant. It's all fresh <laughs> and ready to go. You know, um, I think I think there's a whole lifestyle behind it that a lot mm-hmm. of people choose. And I'm, I'm excited about the whole uh, movement for, for legalization of a lot of different things, um, weed being one of them. But uh, <clears throat> I guess it it just really bothers me that tobacco's not illegal and weed is. I mean, I guess weed's psychoactive, but uh, tobacco I feel like is way worse. I feel like cigarettes kills more people than mm-hmm. weed does. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and it it kind of makes me mad, even though I can like change it on my own and make the decision to stop going to hookah bars because that's how my dad's dad died was from smoking cigarettes. Mm. And I never met him because mm. of that. And then it frustrated me with my dad because he quit smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes. And now he started back again. Oh, no. And he tries to be, like, discreet about it because he knows that none of us are really fond of him doing it. Yeah. Um, well, why would you but, be? Right. But we just, I mean, we know that he does it. So yeah. it kind of makes me mad that I'm so interested in hookah bars because it's almost like, well... You can't say anything to your dad because you're just going to a hookah bar, yeah. smoking tobacco, and then you got your little vape and you're smoking nicotine, but... Yeah, it takes away your argument. It right. definitely takes power away from your But argument. I feel like um, my decisions to go to hookah bars and stuff is more for social reasons, whereas his yeah. might be, oh, well, I need to go outside and smoke a cigarette. I'm stressed out. You think it's like a chemical hook? Yeah, well, I think it's a little bit of both for, for hookah bars. Because like I was saying, I used to go there for the social aspect of it. Yeah. It was something different that we could do. Yeah. Um, and on the weekends, I feel like it's more of a social thing. Because they yeah. do have a DJ and a ton of people come. And they're open until 4 because they don't have alcohol. Well, the one that I usually go to. I do go to some others that close it too. But when I'm at Babylon, I mean, they close at 4 because they don't have alcohol. So... It gets pretty busy in there from the people who are leaving the places that close it to, like bars and clubs. And it's just a good time. Well, there is a thing, um, there is a real thing where <coughs> if you don't smoke cigarettes, when everyone goes to take a break, you're kind of the one that gets stuck, you know, watching the register or watching the store or whatever it is, you know, like. When I used to work at uh, Carowinds, uh, there were certain managers that would go in the back of the store or one of the stores and, you know, we'd smoke a cigarette or whatever. Like, it was no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But if you didn't smoke, like, I, I stopped smoking cigarettes when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I educated myself about them. I started, yeah. you know, learning the truth about how bad they were. And all the statistics started coming out. And it was just like, it was a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but when I started working, you know, at this amusement park, it was, uh, it was something that I bought a pack a season and it would last me almost all season, maybe a pack a month, but I would just light a cigarette just to have it standing there, just to be outside with the cool kids and taking a five minute break or a 10 minute break or, mm-hmm. you know, discussing whatever was going on because some of those managers, it was almost a, um, it was almost like a camouflage tool instead of I wasn't enjoying smoking. I wasn't enjoying, you know, being around secondhand smoke. We were usually outside. I mean, we were always outside anyways. Mm-hmm. But it was still, I had cigarettes on me because it was one, it was A, it was allowed. And B, it was something that some of the managers did. And it got you an extra break sometimes. Like, you got your sanctioned break time when you had to clock out for your lunch or whatever. And you could do whatever you wanted to then. But sometimes, like, after a manager meeting, some of the, half the managers would go back and park, half the managers would go to the smoking area. Mm-hmm. And if you went to the smoking area, you got to sit down and chill for an extra couple seconds, talk shit about what happened at the meeting, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, <clears throat> that's, that's a real thing, the social aspect, besides just wanting to go out, like, go to the bar or something, or wanting to go out and meet your friends, there is, there's another side of that social coin where it's like, it's almost political in in a way where you want to get in with someone like oh you see them smoking hmm, let me get one of those you know yeah. you see it in a movie all the time the guy that doesn't smoke oh let me get one of those and then he yeah. chokes on the first yeah. the pole or whatever so there's definitely um there's something magical about it i don't know what it was that uh i liked about smoking i guess it's just it's really exhaling it's blowing out that smoke that is like yeah. the most satisfying it's mm-hmm. like look at me i'm a dragon <laughs> you know yeah I mean I also definitely have gone just because I might have had like a bad day or I might have been stressed out which is kind of going back to reasons why some people might smoke cigarettes yeah because they're like I just need a cigarette yeah I I've heard that argument my whole life it's like oh I'm so stressed I just need a cigarette oh I need to bluff some oh I just got into an argument with my mom or oh my girlfriend's driving me crazy let me get a cigarette right um first of all I I don't want to say it's bullshit because I understand what's going on. Like, there's a real thing. Like, when you get stressed and you get triggered, and especially when you have this habit that you always do or something that you're used to doing, something like smoking, Mm -hmm. um, of course you're going to want to go out and smoke. But what people don't realize is that feeding that nicotine addiction, having that nicotine addiction, it's, it's, it's a perpetuating cycle like it's it's never it's a perpetual cycle it's never gonna end it's uh uh you're when you feed the nicotine bug it actually stresses you out more like it it calms you down temporarily but it's also the cause for you wanting to freak so when you smoke nicotine or when you feed that monster it only puts the monster to rest temporarily mm-hmm. and the more you feed that monster the bigger it gets and the easier it is to wake up so instead of you know a real argument triggering you all of a sudden you know it's raining outside so you're not going to be able to wear your favorite boots oh i gotta go smoke a cigarette that really pisses me off like that's stupid i, I 
that's the way I see it, and that's what kind of motivated me not to feed that monster. Mm-hmm. I recognized the... I, want, I don't want to stop saying monsters, but I recognize the Godzilla that I have on my back, or I recognize, you know, King Kong crawling up my leg, and I try not to, you know, throw in bananas or Chinese people. You know, I try not to feed them. I'm not trying to encourage uh, the monsters to get bigger. I try to control them and use them for when I need them. You know, if I need to right. tear down a city or, you know, uh, climb a building, then I try to harness those those inner feelings and use my, my strengths. But I try to I try to keep as, as little substance dependency as possible. Like, I, I smoke weed. It's, it's not a it's not a secret you know mm-hmm. I don't try to hide it but uh, it's legal in almost half the states um, we've got 50 of them so it's I think it's legal in like 23 24 it's coming yeah uh, it's it's gonna be here you know it's it's proven to be medicinally uh, beneficial it's uh, it's not completely innocuous but you know the the benefits definitely outweigh the the negative sides of it and this whole war on drugs was is a political movement to make money and I get it you know you need to arrest people you need to make you know money but you guys should be doing and when I say you guys I mean the police department you guys need to do a better job of finding different kinds of criminals like smoke people smoking weed that aren't causing any trouble like if you're out there selling weed you know on the corner to kids before they go to school, yeah, arrest that motherfucker. But if you're out there <clears throat> smoking a blunt with your friends on your porch, like, don't roll up and try to arrest them. That's stupid. Yeah. Um, but that's my... I don't know anything about politics, and I don't know anything uh, about the law. So I just know I, I pay my taxes, and uh, <laughs> I keep to my own. I try to stay on my own land and mind my business. And, uh, <clears throat> but I do, I do encourage anything that, that makes you feel good. I think you should have the freedom to do as long as you're not hurting little kids or, you know, knocking over old people as they're trying to walk by. <laughs> I think, uh, I think it's a good thing. So the vaping thing, I won't get into it. It's another monster that I don't want to feed. I don't want to grow. Yeah. Um, but I think I do see, I don't see myself smoking weed forever. As my kids get bigger, I I feel real bad about, I don't smoke around them. I don't, you know, I'll, I'll, they know that I smoke, you know, there's definitely a, a smell that it leaves. But uh, it's, it's tough. It's not something I want to encourage. They can't, yeah. I, I'm not going to let them smoke until, you know, they have to be over 25 and growing up and making their own decisions and if they are gonna smoke and drink and do all that crazy shit they better hide it from me because there is a line that you have to draw in the sand between you know a friend and a parent uh and i i'm gonna be a parent before i'm gonna be a friend yeah i think if your parents do something that's almost like you can't tell them no i mean i know my nephews went through that with their dad i mean their dad was into some drugs and not that they were doing anything like that but it's like yeah. even you, drinking like. yeah they were like you know they just got to a point where it's like the things that you've done because of drugs 
how can you even tell me no to smoking a blunt? I mean, my nephews aren't older than me. They're yeah. definitely younger than me. And, I mean, one of them... You're not has, even 25 yet, right? No. Yeah. One of them, um, he did stop smoking weed. Because he found out he had a heart murmur. So he was like, okay, I'm just... The younger one or the older one? The younger of the, the two. Older, the older one's in school now, right? He's like yeah, down he's, south. Yeah, he's school, not even here. Uh, no, not playing ball. Um, he kind of let go of the baseball thing. But um, he wasn't doing it as much as the younger one. Mm. But, the, I mean, the younger one's over it now. But, you know, he was just at a point where it's like, so what if my dad finds out? How can you tell me no when you're doing what you're doing? Like, at least I'm not doing what you're doing. Yeah, you, I mean, um, and that's kind of how I am with my dad. It's like <coughs> they don't love when I tell them I'm going to a hookah bar. Yeah. But it's like, Dad, how can you tell me no? Yeah. When you're taking every commercial break there is on the TV, and you know, who knows how many breaks you do at work or on your way there, on your way home, smoking your cigarettes throughout the entire day. Yeah. Like when I go, I might go to the hookah bar for like an hour and a half, maybe yeah. two, and it's not just me smoking it by myself. Yeah. You know, it's definitely going. In rotation with other people. Yeah. So, I guess you just have to be careful with that. Well, I think everyone's a hypocrite in one way or another, whether it's through ignorance or whether it's through, um, you know, just having uh, an esoteric knowledge, like a specific knowledge that someone else might not possess that you're trying to keep secret um, because it's, it's so beneficial. Uh... I'm, I'm neither of those. I'm, I'm the type of person that if I find out something cool that's going to help people, like I want to tell people. Yeah. I don't want to keep it a secret, you know? Um, if I find out that something is, uh, detrimental and damaging, I want to tell people, like, stay away from that. Yeah. Like, like when people found out that McDonald's was bad for you, uh, (laughs) I'd been eating it my whole life. Like, I looked forward to a 20-piece. But now, I might eat four or five a year. Yeah. Um, so, but I also feel better. Um, uh, with knowledge comes power. It's, yeah. I think it's a true, it's a true statement. And the more you know, the the better you can grow. And the, the better you can, you know, uh, <clears throat> empower yourself. To do good for not only you and your family, but for mankind and for your community and for society. And I think that's what it's all about. You know, love your neighbor, love your brother, love yourself, just take care of each other. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that there will obviously come a point when I stop. I mean, I'm not going to be like 85 years old going to a hookah bar. But... I do think before then, there's still going to be a phase when I cut down a lot. Yeah. Maybe go one time every once in a while. Yeah. But for now, sometimes it is for the social aspect. You know, going to listen to the DJ play and dance and just hang out with your friends. Yeah. um, Without having to go get dinner. Or just hang out at a house. One thing I really liked about the hookah bar was, like, they played the poppiest rap songs alive like when drake comes on you know half the dudes stand up they all put their hands up they start (laughs) chucking deuces throwing signs they like they'll tap the boy on the chest like dude i know these lyrics watch my mouth i'll (laughs) I'll say the exact lyrics exactly how he says them watch 
and it's like, but they're they're exchanging love. Like I remember when I was a kid and knowing the lyrics to the hottest shit, the newest shit that was out. That was like the coolest thing. Like you were the fucking man if you could repeat what the fuck he was saying. You know. Right. And, and oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and also the thing about Babylon versus other ones, because yeah. Babylon's gonna be more so like that than really any of the other ones I know, other than like Red. I mean, they. I now have like a DJ every once in a while, I believe. I don't go there as often, but because it's like an Arabic thing, mm-hmm. sometimes you do go to places where that's all they play. Or yeah. you go to places where, you know, they might play a variety, but it sounds more like a radio mm. than like having. I mean, I know this new place, they have a DJ, but I know the one night I went for live music, it was just Arabic music. Mm. And so for people who aren't Arabic, it's hard to understand. Yeah. And I think that's why. <clears throat> Babylon does get so crowded and crazy, and it's a fun place to go to, especially on the weekends because yeah. it's a DJ. They're not playing it off of like a laptop. Um, so you're because saying it's the- kind of like a club almost. Like I know recently they've started on Friday and Saturdays, clearing out the middle of the floor and moving the couches to the side and so that let, people can dance. Yeah, letting people give yeah. people some room. Saturday was probably I went there Saturday, and. I mean, I guess it was also because of CIAA, because of how crowded it was, but I haven't been there in a long time when it was that crowded. I mean, do they have TVs up there? They yeah. do. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just so crowded because they made that opening. Yeah. It was hard to get from the front to the bathrooms that were in the back. Yeah. Because everybody was right there dancing. Yeah. Versus when they have the couches, people are in that little square yeah, yeah, of yeah. the couches. But, I mean, it's definitely, for me, more so the social aspect, but there has been times when I've left work or... Maybe had a long day at school or a bad day at school or just a shitty day in general. Yeah. And I have, I think I've gone by myself like one time. Yeah. Like middle of the day. Like no by one... yourself, didn't meet anyone there, just kind of. <clears throat> yeah. Like. Spent $10 on a hookah and puffed on it a couple of times, looked like the fucking caterpillar from <laughs> uh, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, there was probably and like one like... or two people there, not together. But it was in the middle of the day. It was probably like five o'clock. Did did you walk in and were you like, oh, I have a problem? N- no. Because it's like, it, it's also like a place where you can just go without having to go home or, you know, yeah. just go do anything. You can just go somewhere and sit on their couches. Yeah. And just chill and relax. So it was, it was Be a... Be on your phone. It was a place of solitude or a place of sanctuary. Yeah, that's how it is you... sometimes. Or even if I do meet a friend, like, um... That's honestly where I'm going tonight. They serve food there? They don't serve food there. Not there. Some they places... just got drinks like Gatorades and Cokes and yeah. waters and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like snacks. Like yeah. Chips and candy and I stuff. I thought it was but... funny how like, they actually have like a doorman and they try to get a door fee. Like... Well, on the weekends, I, I mean, definitely more so now um, just because of certain things that have happened there. Mm-hmm. They do have to be more strict about... Yeah. Well, because if you get 30 people that come in... And then you only have one person buying a hookah. And what, you can fit, what, four people off of a hookah, five people off a hookah, tops, Um, something like that? I typically like to do three. Yeah. Three or less. Just because, I mean, once it is in rotation, it's not like hitting a blunt where you might hit it two times and pass it. Yeah. I mean, you definitely take more hits off of it unless you're like a newbie. Yeah. And so it just takes longer just to get back to the Do they ever have competitions over there? Do they ever have like... um, No. Cloud shows or whatever they call them, cloud contests. No. No. Have you ever seen those? 
I mean, I definitely have seen people, like, do tricks and stuff, but not, like, trying to go back and forth with somebody about, well, I can do this, what can you do? One world that uh, you've had a lot more experience in than I have, too, that I would love to ask you a few more questions about before we wrap up. <coughs> you've been to a bunch of um, car shows. Yeah. And you've seen a bunch of cool fucking cars. And, like, I've seen, I've went through your phone uh, <laughs> while you weren't looking and, like, oh, looked at... okay. Not while well, you weren't looking, but... Um, I've seen all those car pictures that I've, I've, or your Snapchat's always flooded when you go to the shows. Like, do you want to, like, build custom cars? Like, are you interested in that? Or are you just, like, going to check everything out and to support the people you love? Um, the very first one I went to, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, why am I doing this? Like, why this, why I am don't, I here right now? Right, like, even if the cars are cool, like, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. It was actually at UNCC, so it wasn't, like, yeah, one of the... Yeah, it wasn't super far away, you didn't have to travel. Yeah, it wasn't one of the ones that I've, like, traveled to. Just, mm-hmm. like, a little 30-minute drive, but yeah. I got there, and I was like, okay, this is, like, kind of cool. But then once I started being asked to go to the ones where I had to travel, mm-hmm. I was still kind of, like... I think just the first time. Before I entered the show, I think I was like, I'm just going for the vacay. Yeah. But once I was there, I was like, oh my God, this is so interesting. Yeah. Like, people, I don't think people really know about the car community and how big it actually is, yeah. except for the people who are in the car community yeah. and maybe their friends or family that they tell. And it's just such a cool community because everybody takes their car. And just does their own thing. Whether it looks similar to somebody else's on the outside, the inside could be completely different. And just, I think it was just interesting to me the things that people could do. Not just lowering lowering it to the ground, but like you open the doors to their car, their trunk, and the things that they've done, it's like, I would not even think to do that. And the fact that you can do that to a car and everything work and it still drive, it's just such a cool thing. Yeah, I've seen people like, like, totally like pimp their ride where they open up their trunk and the rock band drums come out and the guitar (laughs) holder is there and you got the mic so you can literally just and the screen is on the back of the trunk um so you you can do some some gnarly shit uh, with the technology that's out nowadays people have like vip sections in their car where you pull out you know like a fucking cup holder and they can put like wine glasses and then they got a holder big enough for a bottle in there and it's like well, I hope you're not drinking and driving, but if you just want to park but that shit... Imagine if you were, like, an OG pimp gangster-type motherfucker, but you were really, like, you're trying to give up the life, but you got this pimp-ass car, and, like, this is your new way of pimping, and you, like, take a girl on a date, and you yeah. go over and see the skyline, and you like, baby, I'm gonna put it in park, we're gonna hang out here for an hour or two, you know what I'm saying? And then, bam, hit the button... You know what yeah, I'm saying? Airing the bubbly, it out. Air- the bubbly. Oh, well, with that, but also airing it, airing it out. What you mean? When you press that button in your car on the remote and your car just goes straight down to the ground. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not everybody's on air. I do find it a little bit cooler. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's in a way kind of more pussy because it's like you can lift that shit all the way back up and you're not worried about those... You know, those bumps in the road and yeah. those the speed bumps and those manholes you have to go over. The people who, you know, aren't on air, they're just going to do it whether they, you know, bust out their oil pan or whatever. They're going to get it fixed, yep. but it's how they want it. Yep. So it's kind of like the pussy way out of it, but it also looks so cool when it's parked at a show and that shit's on the ground. Yeah, it's just dropped. Yeah, flat. it definitely interests me. I've definitely, I think, got more of an interest because I've learned things. Yeah. It would be one thing if I went and I just didn't give a shit. If I didn't ask questions. Yeah. 
if I didn't look into detail, you know, not, not many girls do that at car shows from what guys that I know who are in the car scene have told me yeah. as well as going to the car stuff. Um, but actually going, but asking questions and being interested in it is different than just going. Yeah. And I think that's what's like me, like I would be down to go to any car show. Well, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't, um, model and stuff. I mean, you're cute enough. You could have, you know? And I know you talked to a few of those car model girls. Like, mm-hmm. we've talked to them. You showed me some pictures. Yeah. Um, but uh, you're right. It is a whole different community. It's a whole different scene. Just like the vape scene or the, um, you know, the <clears throat> the halo scene mm-hmm. or the, the tobacco scene. I mean, yeah. cigarettes are still a cool thing to some people. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are just holding on to that shit. Yeah. I don't know why. But, um... And the hookah bar. It's just a scene. The hookah bar, <laughs> It's a yeah, scene. It's, exactly. It's a, it's a it's whole a fun, thing. I mean, for me, it's like a fun place to be at. Yeah. So, where... I mean, so you see yourself stopping the vaping thing at a certain point? Like Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like a small interest right now. Yeah. I mean, I say that. I don't know. But I think eventually I'll stop wanting to go buy the juice for it and yeah. getting the coils fixed. Yeah. I mean, I just got a coil last weekend, and then I went again on my way yeah. here. Well, you never so, smoke weed. Do you think you'll ever smoke weed? Like, you smoke vape? Probably not. Probably not, right? No. I mean, I definitely have. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, but... No, I know you have, but you but you don't I smoke, wasn't very right? fond of it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really care. That yeah. I mean, that was just me. I mean, it's not for me, because I would, like, trip out. Some people don't, but I would, and <clears> that was <throat> not... Well, especially if you smoke weed the way that you smoke hookah, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You'd be taking monster fucking hits, you know, like, <laughs> clear a damn room out, you know what I mean, uh, type of shit. If you were in a bathroom, you'd literally, like, have to open a window or turn the fan on, like. <clears throat> Some people have put weed in the, in the bowls with their hookah. You can do that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's. When I think of a hookah, that's what I think of. I think of a fucking four people smoking weed at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think of this. I mean, they have, that's what it is. It's wet tobacco with whatever flavoring it is, right? It's hashish mixed with whatever apple cinnamon flavor, fucking birthday cake, whatever <laughs> the hell you want to have. Right. Kind of flavor type shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's just so much science involved and so much technology and it's like, I'm so... <clears throat> I'm so far behind, but I'm so interested in it. That's why I wanted to <coughs> talk to you about it. I um, I won't never buy a vape or pick one up, but I think it's cool. I let, you guys definitely blow thicker clouds than um, us weed smokers. I need to learn how to roll a better joint or something that <laughs> will fucking get me that damn thick-ass cloud. But I feel like even though my smell stays the same, I still think it smells better than all your fucking birthday cakes or yeah. Jolly Rancher smells. I yeah. Think it's gotta... I do I do like how vapes taste. I think you get a little bit of a stronger flavor with that versus a hookah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of what pulled me into getting it because once I could hit it without, like, dying, yeah. um, I did like how it tasted. And, I mean, just like hookahs have a lot of flavors, mm-hmm. when you get a hookah, I feel like you're... You start to like only so many flavors. Yeah. You know, like, I've tried watermelon mint before, mm-hmm. and I can do it, but that's not something I could just always get. Yeah. But I can always, like, get, like, a lemon mint or just a mint. Mm-hmm. But with vapes, it's like there's so many different flavors. 
that just once you put that in your vape, it just tastes good. Yeah. So now you order and shit offline, or you go to a shop? I just go to a shop. You go to a shop. It's just mm -hmm. easier, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in person. They let you taste it. Kind of know what you're getting yeah. before you get it, and then you're kind of fucked, but... Hell, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I got a bunch of shit I got to do. I appreciate you stopping by and having an SOJ conversation. Bates hard. I love you. I love you, too. Talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye.